Welcome to the Week in Italian Startup, where we discuss the latest highlights happening in the Italian tech and investment ecosystem. Okay, welcome everyone to the Week in Italian Startup. Uh, today we have a very special guest, uh, Andrea Colombo, founder uh, and CEO of Tulu. Uh, and uh, we're gonna go into a very deep dive into the business model, the real estate market, the future of social housing and inter- alternative living, and a lot of very interesting topics. So, Andrea, welcome. Nick, of course, welcome. Of course, Nick, uh, co-hosting the session. And uh, yeah, so welcome, Andrea. Ciao, ciao, ciao Nicola. Ciao, everyone. Ciao, Andrea. Welcome. Thank you. All It's right. Awesome. So let's get going uh, by talking about uh, how exactly the idea of co-living social housing, let's, let's start maybe a little bit far you know, with the overview, the big picture, and uh, the way you see it uh, evolving. So uh, I, you're very knowledgeable regarding the history. You've done a lot of research uh, um, to what has been going on. And uh, I was very fascinated of the fact that in Italy, actually, there are great experiments of uh, of co-living social housing, very, very interesting. And uh, so what's your take on that uh, from an historical point of view? Yeah, um, I've been studying a lot since I don't come from, from this space. So I've been studying for the last two years. Uh, um, let's start from a very important misunderstanding about social housing, because social housing in the real estate market means uh, um, housing that is affordable, okay? So thought for, People who can't who can't afford uh, um, housing and uh, as uh, favorable favorable rents. So um, when it comes to social housing, it doesn't mean the dimension of sociality, okay? Uh, but means uh, uh, is related to the cost uh, um, of the housing. Uh, we like uh, when we when, when we've done the press release. Uh, I, I found interesting to to be to be called uh, social housing. So I find it somehow interested and interesting. Um, but anyway, that that's not the proper terminology. But if we want to go back to the history, as we said in the beginning, um, uh, when we when we we think about social housing, uh, uh, we need to think back to the old entrepreneurs of the late 800th century, early 90s, uh, families like Marzotto, uh, which is, by the way, our, the, the head of, uh, of, uh, uh, of uh, our lead investor, uh, who basically um, built this, this very uh, um, con- controversial on some, at some point for the, for the period of time, because basically they realized a village where people could live uh, close to the to the industry, uh, to the textile uh, industry they, they had. Uh, and so in this uh, very strange uh, um, uh, mix between living and, and, and working, uh, but that was a p- super disruptive innovation. One of the first case where uh, really uh, the employees uh, uh, and the workers were happy because they were living in a very nice place. And, um, they thought about everything. So not just about housing and living, but also do, to the related uh, uh, services and to the uh, public services, such as theaters, um, uh, mobility, uh, cultural events and happening. So it, it was really a, a micro world, a micro system, but where uh, there was a huge innovation, which was uh, uh, give the employee and the worker 
all the instruments to be happy and to be uh, satisfied, okay? And uh, this is the, the vision of social entrepreneurs like could be Marzotto, like could be Beniamino Crespi, like uh, Adriano Livetti, uh, which probably is more famous. So all of these guys really think about the workers and the employees and build some of the value proposition of their uh, uh, of the of the business around the employees and the workers, and this is the the very first innovation I think was relevant in the in the recent years in the recent histories. And then, of course, the the, the public money came in and and, and start all the social housing uh, um, financed by the public sector. Uh, in Italy, we 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 had a long history about that. Some cases have been successful, others were not. Uh, and nowadays, unfortunately, uh, housing still remains a problem. And uh, unfortunately, governments doesn't have any more the money they used to have. Uh, so there's a mismatch between the demand and the offer and uh, pricing are always increasing. So it's really uh, housing is really one of the challenges for the future, in my opinion. Uh, so as always, we are coming back <laughs> instead of going forward, we are we're going back in the, in the old problems. Interesting. So, what is the correct uh, nomenclature in that? In in your respect, how how would uh, let's let's get let's get some stuff straight. Let's uh, let's use some right terminology about my model. You say yes. I, mean, I think collaborative living. I I mm-hmm. love this. Uh, um, I I love the fact that people can find uh, a new way of living, a new way of being happy, a new way of uh, feeling at home by staying together with other people. So this is where the innovation in my opinion comes from and is on a social point standpoint um we need to think that we used to have um a, a, a family structure uh, decades ago where uh, some in some cases the grandmothers live together with the, with the family with the parents uh, so we call a plurinuclear family i don't know if this is the right terminology in english but anyway all these very large um um blood-related uh, uh, families. Nowadays, we are talking about the so-called chosen family. So the, this concept of very large family, where there is no anymore, not anymore uh, a blood connection, but there's an intention, not connection. So you choose uh, the people that you like and you love, and you decide that that is your family. So we're not talking about anymore, uh, again, uh, uh, bloody uh, blood, uh, blood, blood uh, connections, but we're talking about chosen connections. And this is the future probably of the phenomenology of, of family evolution. Very interesting. And I also thought that what was interesting was that uh, in terms of uh, new renters, there are like a few new customers that are developing, which is, uh, you know, all the digital nomad sort of trend, people willing to uh, work uh, remotely, maybe in places they prefer to work instead of offices. And then by consequence, the family that are going to originate from the people used to work in this kind of fashion. So yeah. what's your take on this sort of new way of uh, living the house, the office, home, uh, both for you know tech reason and both for macro reasons such as like COVID and other, yeah. and other elements that definitely had a big impact on that? But this is one of the reasons why, together with Vittorio and Santo, I decided to, to, to start up this company. Um, because if you think about the structural demand, uh, uh, there is a huge shift uh, which is happening. As, uh, and, and, and my past of venture, or wannabe venture investor, um, uh, we, we like to invest in very 
uh, early stage businesses with huge market in front of them. And if you think about housing and the way people live, is probably the, the largest market in the world. So we are talking about a macro trend of people that is uh, from owing house, they, 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 they switching to renting a house and uh, where all these guys uh, and, and girls uh, uh, move around continuously, okay? So they don't have any more, uh, as you said, the digital nomads, but also in general, the people that, that doesn't consider themselves digital nomads, but they didn't to stay, okay, uh, in, in, a, in, a, in a single point. Uh, and so the market is really changing, uh, and it's changing fast, uh, and the offer doesn't catch up with the demand because real estate is a super slow market. So you have huge demand on one hand and a very uh, small offer, and we are taking. You are trying to uh, to to enter this 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 market and uh, give an answer, an housing answer, to 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 all the people that really need a place uh, to um, that is able to satisfy the needs of the phase of life uh, phase they are they are living. Uh, if you think in, maybe in, in a in a period of time of three years, uh, you can you can be uh, with the, uh, the girlfriend or boyfriend, and then you can uh, be alone, and then you can marry, and then you have children, and then you can broke up just in three, four years. And the house where you live uh, needs to change every time you have this kind of step, probably. And if you buy a house, of course, it, it doesn't help you. Uh, if you rent a house, you have full flexibility. And uh, what the market, on, my, on our opinion, uh, doesn't understand at least hasn't understood so far, uh, is that housing can provide uh, an answer to sp very specific and vertical needs. Uh, so if you are a young couples with children, you have specific needs that the real estate has, the asset uh, needs to answer. If, we are not, if, you, if you don't build uh, the house around the needs, specific needs, I think you are not covering the demand. And this is what we're trying to do. Yeah, talking about the market, uh, so uh, there are new customers, so real estate developers need to adjust or see a new way to think about property. So what's your take on how the market of real estate in general, uh, being it like small de local developers, like bigger company, uh, you know, you have cases where uh, people providing office space, now they're providing uh, co-working spaces like Regus or other companies. And there are these kind of like... Uh, a ten tendency to actually move toward a new way of thinking about living and working. So I, w I w wanted to ask you, like, how exactly do you see the, the real estate market going in that respect? I think that what, what we, we as a tool, we are in the build to rent market. Okay. Uh, there is this huge difference between build to sell and build to rent. Build to sell are the houses that you that you buy. <laughs> build to sell, build to rent is the house that you rent. But in general, if we talk about one of the outcomes of the COVID, uh, uh, is that all the uh, real estate investors used to invest mainly in commercial real estate and retail real estate. Okay, so about um, uh, nowadays, uh, after the COVID, there was a huge refocus on residential assets. And out of these residential assets uh, and, and, and space, of course, the build to rent, which is a small niche, uh, uh, is becoming uh, uh, more and more important. Uh, and uh, we are trying to educate, not the institutional investors that are definitely aware and conscious about how the market is, is big and how, um, in terms of uh, return potential, uh, uh, the build to rent is able to deliver. But also the private markets so or the private family office that are used to consider the real estate uh, 
in in as a core okay business as a core asset so with a very low risk and very low income uh, they can put some more money in more risky assets and more risky uh, operators like like we are uh, in order to get uh, a more upside in the in the in terms of returns so um, the market on my opinion in in this very moment we are lucky enough that and we didn't expect of course because we started right in the covid uh, but the market is going towards our direction, our and of course the direction of all the operators that are doing renting businesses. Uh, and in fact, if you look around uh, in in Italy, but also abroad in Europe, in US, there are lots of rich rent um, operators that are rising and are doing great great stuff. Let's talk about uh, one sort of benchmark case of the the, the built-to-rent uh, sort of business. So uh, there are a few cases out there, both in US and uh, in Europe, in Berlin. Uh, you're, you guys are, are one of the first in Milan, for sure, in Italy. So uh, I was wondering, what's a good benchmark to you? Like, yeah. what do you think it's a good company that did something interesting in this perspective? What is what is nice or, or strange about this sector is that uh, everyone has its own receipt. Okay, so you find a very interesting model, like, for example, colonies in France, um, that is a model different, uh, slightly different to ours, because they, uh, at least at the moment, I know that they're moving towards larger locations, but basically they, they, um, they have small locations with few amenities, okay, uh, but they're really able to create this uh, lovely community of people, and the product is very nice, uh, and I think they're doing a great job in France. And they raise a lot of money uh, out of venture capital investors, uh, and but but it's slightly different because we work on larger buildings. And then you find uh, the so-called multifamily PRS built uh, rent operators that basically they just uh, do what they used to do. Uh, so basically, they, they they manage real estate assets for uh, for people that are renting with no brands, uh, with mm-hmm. nothing, uh, with 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 not no experience, no events, uh, no. Um, no activities so basically they just manage the asset and try to maximize the rent uh, so there is a uh, lots of different models and all of them somehow is interested because they each of them is able to capitalize on, on a growing market um, our, our special receipt uh, is that we we call ourselves uh, an operator a player that uh, targets the intentional living so people that make a choice they decide to have a smaller apartments, smaller rooms, to have more community, more collaborative living, and more shared spaces. This is uh, uh, the, the our market, and very few operators uh, are in this market. Uh, and, and and some of the ones that we were looking very uh, very deeply actually failed. <laughs> so this is not this is not a good a good call for us. But in general, we, we do think that and. And our press release, which has been nothing, but really we had so many attentions from potential uh, residents that we were uh, completely impressed by the demand, uh, by the need that these these people have about this kind of uh, housing format. And do you think that the the different recipes given the different countries reflect uh, the different consumers? Like in Italy, maybe there is a a more a, a bigger need for community experience while maybe in other countries is more just a, you know in in us there are experience of co-living where they just give you essentially furnished apartment with some amenities yeah. and that's it there is no community play whatever and it can work for you know young professional traveling around no much need to you know build this community like 
uh, environment, while in other cases, maybe it's different? No, I think there's, there is uh, room for everyone because there is, uh, I mean, if you think about uh, what is your ideal house, probably is different than Nicolò, it's different to me, and we're just three people. Uh, and we are talking about a sector where I think there are so many needs uh, uh, so many dreams uh, and, and, and so many different uh, uh, way of living uh, that there's space for several operators with different models. Um, what, in my opinion, needs to, um, uh, needs, to be, uh, needs to be very clear is the value proposition. Uh, uh, it, because if you don't have a solid value proposition or a unique value proposition, you grow because the market grows. But in the very moment the, the market starts slowing down uh, and the demand for any reasons uh, decreases, uh, in that case, you really need to find uh, something special to convince people uh, to come to your house and to come to your place. Uh, we, are we, we think we find our receipt in the collaborative way of living. Um, other operators have their own. Uh, we do think that you need to have one uh, in order to have a uh, um, long-lasting uh, brand experience. So, uh, so you're basically on the eternal debate between buying and renting. You definitely took your position and your stance. And uh, so far, actually, the markets have been giving you a good signal because uh, I was checking some statistics and, you know, buying property like slow down globally and uh, new homeowner also like are decreasing. So is it, is it a recession? Is it the crisis? Is it a new way of thinking? Well, we'll, we'll figure it out later. We'll figure it out. Yeah, now, if, if you think on a macro level now, we, we, we've been used uh, to very low um, rates uh, um, and with the inflation that is going up, uh, the, the rates won't, will increase. So uh, buying properties will become more expensive. Uh, that, that's another uh, point that we need to take into account you know, about renting. So uh, also the, the, where, the, where the world is going, in the, we, I am a generation, we, I think we all are a generation that doesn't know anything about inflation. Uh, okay, so, so we will see because we are used to, to rent money for, to lend money for 1.1%, 1.5. What will happen if we, if we increase to double, okay? If we double the interest rate, in, uh, we are talking about uh, thousands and thousands of euros uh, of, of, of uh, interest costs uh, more that you have to pay. So the market is really changing. Uh, I think we are in the right moment, in the right trend, uh, honestly, but the market changes so fast uh, that we don't know if uh, uh, by the moment we will be on the market, which will be next year, uh, <laughs> we will be still on the verge or not. Awesome. Let's talk about uh, investing in projects like yours, because with the new models uh, and new ways of thinking about real estate, also investors sort of need to shift their way of thinking about, as you were saying, about the real estate investment. Maybe like a family office had always like a real, a core, like a percentage of allocation in real estate, low risk, low rewards, fair enough. It was sort of the, the stable part of the portfolio. But now there are different shades of gray, such as a different play into, into real estate. Like uh, exactly as you, as you say, the build to rent with the plus community building, that's a, that's a total different asset. So how do you see the real estate investor shifting? Are they, you know, seeing that these tech movements, are they seeing this trend or they tend to be more conservative? No, no, they, they definitely are seeing uh, 
um, there is still, an, uh, I, I can say that probably there, there are very few proven models of build-to-rent operators. Uh, so it, it, every, every investor I talk to, at least here in Italy, everyone is looking at this market. So everyone, I'm sure, will be looking at our first opening uh, just to understand the product, just to understand if it works, just to understand if the economics uh, work uh, in order to deploy capital. Uh, they need to have some proof of concept. They need to have some track records. And very few operators uh, uh, are in the market at the moment uh, because the lead time is uh, really long from the very moment you start the acquisition of the area to the moments that you put the, the asset in the market. And we're talking about 2.5, 3, 3.5 years, mm-hmm. super long. So um, I think the market is definitely looking at this space is, is investing because a very large institutional investor invested in, 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 our, in one of our assets and decided to develop that area with us as an operator. So definitely the market is looking at this. There is very few track record of operators but it's clear to everyone that the market is going uh, there. Okay, that is, and this is why, also, in my opinion, um, the venture capital industry, the private equity industry, are looking to this kind of businesses. Now, why uh, Starwood or TKO invest in Dovivivo? Why all these very uh, private equity and, and, and hotel hospitality players invest in uh, uh, in this space uh, because they they, they see the market is growing uh, and the demand will, will be in the build to rent uh, in the near future. So um, definitely, and, and as we look at the market, the size of the market today, and they think about 10 years play. I think in 10 years, we will have so many, so many build to rent uh, assets in the market, not just in Milan, Rome, Bologna, the main cities of Italy, but also in the smaller ones because the demand is actually changing and uh, because the, the families and the individuals are changing the, the way they approach the, uh, to the real estate. But that begs the question, because you come from the venture capital market now, in a sense, and you know the rules. Uh, you have very limited time to uh, generate value in your portfolio. So probably if a venture capitalist went to enter this type of market, where it takes two years in the alpha and have just to see one asset going up and going live, they need to change something in the way they think, in the way they, they, they actually interact with you. Is this something that you've seen that, that you can elaborate on? Yeah, we, in our seed funding, uh, we discussed with a, with a venture fund. Um, we were pretty ahead with the process. And then they said, they realized that it was not a venture uh, play. Uh, and I tend to agree with it, no? At least on, at least on a seed level. <laughs> Uh, because it really takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of time if you want to be coherent with your product and with your vision, I think. Because if you want to somehow speculate and and be fast and open locations and and take apartments, except you can be. We could uh, we could have opened uh, flats, apartments. We raised a lot of money. We could buy apartments, but we decided to be very consistent uh, with our vision of product. And being consistent and coherent means that. You, you, you probably it takes longer, okay? So in, in this sense, uh, at, at least the seed validation of a, of a build-to-rent model uh, probably is not for venture, but for later stage, uh, I think it is, uh, for growth, equity, maybe private equity, because the, the business model is clear, stable, uh, 
there is a good cash flow conversion uh, uh, somehow are predictable okay uh, if you do the right uh, contracts uh, they are able to reflect the risk uh, of the uh, of the covid or, or similar uh, uh, black swans um, so yeah i think there is room there's a lot of room for venture operators private equities operators to enter this market and in fact they are, they are definitely uh, they are definitely uh, it's definitely happen. life x in europe raised from cherry uh, colonies raised from uh, Probably Austin, I don't remember, but there are lots of co-living and built to rent operators that raise from venture capitals. Um, we also have to consider, I don't have the statistics, but that's most of the exit of venture capital funds are in secondary mm-hmm. transactions. So they wait until the IPO or until the, the trade sale to exit the business. No? So if you, if you, if you reach a good, the right KPIs and the right size uh, in three, five, seven years, uh, which is... Uh, an average time to exit you can exit to a private equity or you can uh, you can exit to, a, to an hospitality operator yes. I mean actually the, the idea is that it's easy to plan your business it's easier yeah. to plan than others so you can forecast cash flows and put a yeah. value on it in the future that makes sense nice. quite, quite easy quite, quite easy uh, compared to other yeah. businesses at least um, and uh, I, I'd, I'd say that uh, on top of being predictable and stable in terms of revenue streams, uh, um, is uh, um, there as a huge barrier to entry because you need uh, really need a lot of capital to access to this kind of business. So it's not easy to enter. So there's a good barrier to entry. Um, and uh, uh, if you are able to generate pipeline. Okay, so if you're able to sign lots of agreements, we signed three agreements, but hopefully we'll be signing more. Yeah, you can somehow predict those revenues. Okay, so if, if let's imagine that in a month I close uh, 10 uh, lease agreements or management agreements, uh, uh, we, uh, I can say that are easily, the revenues are easily projectable in the best and, and base scenarios. So that revenue pipeline means something. Okay, this is not a consumer that I have to acquire with a with an online uh, customer acquisition cost because I need to get to thousands of, uh, of people. I need to get to two, three, four thousand customers. And I can I do think, um, one by one probably. No? And I think that's uh, uh, two points. Uh, there are two, two interesting points. One is the fact that uh, I think data confirm exactly what you say in the sense that seed stage round for a buy to rent company. I was checking some uh, data on Crunchbase regarding early investors. It's very hard to find, Nick, like uh, funds that we usually think about. It's usually people that they're not, they, they have no presence in the venture world. But if you go and dig deeper, those are developers, those are real estate investors. So there is a big push from traditional real estate investor to actually pull up all the new tech and the new concepts and the way of thinking about the real estate. Secondly, I think also uh, the venture space is really kind of starting now to look into living, co-living, minimalistic living, alternative living, uh, tiny homes. I know you mentioned sometimes tiny homes in your in your interviews and all these like a there are, like there is an American company doing like houses out, out of container. There are a few of them trying to provide low cost and high efficiency housing. So they're just starting now to see those play, which is it's a total blend between like a tech play and a, a, a pseudo real play, if not a really real play uh, 
uh, deal. So that's yeah. Uh, I mean, venture, where is to think about venture capital to invest only in technology innovation? Yeah. But that's not true. Venture capital okay. doesn't need to be hundred uh, percent technology. Of course, there is. There's uh, at least uh, for what we think uh, there needs to be a very important technology component in our business that allows two things: uh, um, the community um, to be able to be collaborative. Okay, so as a, the technology as enabler of the community, and on the other hand, as enabler of efficiency. So these are the two things uh, where we are working on the technology. Uh, so uh, if we want to be scalable, if we want to have uh, best-in-class operations, if you want to have a real, uh, a real collaborative living, a real, a real community, uh, we need to be, uh, we need to have a solid technology. Uh, but in general, uh, technology at the moment, at least, is not a revenue stream. Uh, is the enabler of the of, of our vision okay uh, but still uh, uh, if you think about the size of the market definitely it could be fitting for a venture or private equity super interesting uh, i'm going to challenge you really quick before we move to tulu so we've me and nick we always see uh, startups that get a ton of money from uh, cdp uh, or some branches of cdp and i was checking your round there is no uh, involvement of uh, public money, I would say. So what's, uh, what's your thought of that? Uh, because uh, it's, it's kind of out there, they're pushing, you know, PropTech, uh, like just a few days ago, they launched their, their PropTech accelerator, so they're looking into different spaces. And uh, your cap table is, is cleaner, so to speak, is uh, private individuals, private companies, funds, family offices, uh, wealth managers. So what's your thinking about it, of not using this kind of tool? Um, actually, because we didn't need uh, yeah. uh, when we raised <laughs> honestly, uh, we were able to uh, to raise from um, from people that knew us from mm -hmm. before, um, and of course that has this kind of um, vision of permanent capital. We mm -hmm. we call it permanent capital, so really long-term play that can deliver value in the long run you know? uh, value in terms of uh, economic returns but also value to the to the um, to the people that hopefully will live uh, in our buildings okay so we're talking about play that really want to have an impact uh, on the life of peoples um, so we didn't think about public money um, also i know that uh, we are full aware in italy are uh, most of the cases really uh, part of the funding, uh, uh, part of the funding history of, of startups of companies. Uh, um, at the moment, we were lucky enough to have uh, to raise the significance in money, but probably in the near future, I, I never say no. So, uh, if just the positive GDP will will want to evaluate an investment, I know that they only evaluate co-investments, uh, mm -hmm. but I, 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 you know, I, I never say I never say no. I I know that. Uh, there is always a preferred uh, way of growing in terms of equity. I hope to, to build a sustainable business. So I, I, I don't want to think to the next round yet. I want to try to build a sustainable company with a sustainable economics, uh, profitability driven. Uh, um, I, I'm not in a hurry of growing. Uh, um, so I, I, I approach this as really... I, I can't say conservative approach, but really uh, uh, obsessed by the product. I want to be super obsessed by the product. I want to, to be my product to be best in class. And after that, I will think uh, uh, what will be the next step. Now, if, if I really need to have more money to fuel my growth, 
or if I can have a super lean model that is able to scale with depth or yeah. know, without, uh, without even depth. Awesome. Self-finance, basically. Awesome. We'll see that, that sounds uh, super interesting and uh, way lighter than like other alternatives. So awesome job for sure. Uh, let's talk about product then. Let's talk about business model in particular and uh, your key elements of, uh, of your business, of the, of, uh, the Tulum business model, which involve a lot of like uh, moving parts from, um, you know, the, the, the fact of finding the building, finding the architect studio that is like developing uh, all this, the fact that it's a rent only, uh, you, you stress also in a lot of articles, the idea of rituals, community rituals. And, uh, um, and you mentioned that already a little bit. So I was wondering, let's, uh, let's focus on that. Let's focus from the full sort of business model uh, mm -hmm. play that would, uh, would go deeper in that. Yeah, as, as most of the startups, we, we, we started with an idea and then we, we understood that was a, a better idea <laughs> that we were not considering. So let's say that the, the core business, the core uh, business model, of course, is related to the management of the buildings. Okay, so we, uh, we take money from the rents mm -hmm. and we pay rents to landlords. Very, very easy. And on top of the rents, we take money uh, out of the services, experiences, activities that we uh, provide to our residents, that we will provide to our residents, uh, uh, and that we will represent uh, a revenue stream to our company. Then we understood that there is a huge value in uh, incubating projects. Uh, what, what does it mean? To scout the, the asset, to scout the area, um, to start the due diligence because the due diligence processes on real estate are very complex and very, very, very expensive. Um, and uh, start the due diligence while you work on the due diligence, working on your business case and sell that business case to uh, real estate investors. Okay. Um, in, by incubating, uh, of course, you can, um, you can have uh, um, a higher capability and higher probability to be financed uh, to, um, to be fine to, to be financed by investors um, and on the other hand to uh, have a grip on the project because as i said we are obsessed with the product we want to build up a best-in-class product and we need together with the architects of course but we are super opinionated and we want to bring our value to the products. So if we are able to incubate from the beginning, we, we are able also to bring more value to the, uh, to, to more value, more vision of our products to, to, the, to, the, to the asset. And that also represents a revenue stream because in that case, we become operating partner of the, of the, of the fund. And by becoming operating partner, we take some, uh, some fee for the, for the support that we provide uh, uh, and the consultancy that we provide on the product and on development of the, of the product. And then, of course, uh, the, the third one, which is, uh, um, is split into two parts. One is uh, uh, working on getting uh, some upside uh, from the future sale of the asset. Okay, So taking a percentage of the value that you're able to create with your uh, management. And on the other hand, also in the near future, we're working on investing ourselves in the real estate. So mm -hmm. becoming, a, 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 if you want to be ambitious, an investment manager, but if you want to be more conservative, um, to put some money also in the asset, because there's a huge value in the, in the real estate uh, itself. Uh, and we, we need to take part of that upside if you want to be uh, scalable and, and especially a profitable and, and, and healthy company. Uh, 
uh, I mean, I, we're, we're not yet there. Uh, this, this third uh, step uh, is, uh, is ahead of us, but hopefully we will, uh, we will get it soon. Awesome. So the starting point is really identifying the property, yeah. putting together, I mean, taking a Tulu template and apply to the property and then yeah. going to the investor and be like, okay, exactly. that's what... Exactly. And focus very much on the operation, on the services, on the experience that you provide. Because if, yeah. if, if your operation doesn't work, uh, if your technology doesn't work, uh, uh, if, uh, if, if basically the assets, the experience doesn't work, uh, you're completely um, done. Um, yeah. and, and this is... a another very different uh, thing compared to other business models to our other startups because the proof of concept uh, <laughs> this is not a concept <laughs> this is a 3000 square meters building so uh, the, the failure is not very welcome by <laughs> general so uh, it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be challenging to to try to do our best in the in the first openings uh, we know we will we commit some mistakes uh, but we we had uh, we are having enough time to to map all the uh, potential uh, uh, limitations and 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 difficulties and uh, so i hope we will be will be ready when we will open if i may if i may jack uh, i've got a a bit of a financial nerd question of how you are approaching the way you set up your uh, your, your project, basically. So you you got the asset and you got the, the operations, right? Are you putting them all together into the same balance sheet? Let's say so. Are you creating something more, you know, nuanced? Uh, so you're acquiring the building and building no. At the, the moment, building. we are, as I said, at the moment we we don't take part into the real estate. So we, in terms of uh, now, we we as I said, it's a uh, so yet to yet to yet to be, um, uh, but at the moment we focus ourselves only on the origination of the asset and on the uh, management. So we are building up our playbooks and best practices in order to manage and to run the operation of the building. This is our main uh, main focus at the moment. Uh, I'm talking about a more a long term uh, a long term perspective. Uh, um, that could again could become real uh, even sooner than expected. But they, um, at the moment, we focus only on the on the core business, which is the uh, running the operations of our of the our. Race, that, that that's something that was completely missing from your model. Okay, so you you're basically leaving all the real estate out of your yeah balance sheet. At the moment, yes, yes, and we focus only yeah. on the management. Yes. And I guess that, flexibility, nice. as most of the other operators have, because most of the other operators uh, don't touch the real estate. Uh, we we would like to go there, as I said, uh, soon, uh, but we're not there yet. So I guess the race that you guys closed is most, well, it's probably 100% focused on the operation. So there is no involvement in any real estate asset. Yeah. Okay, cool. Half of it goes to technology. Okay. So when I said at the beginning that technology is uh, is key for us, uh, is it's not just a word, uh, but it's really something that we are building a proprietary technology that will help us in managing the assets and really uh, enable our community to to do something that uh, they will only do in our buildings. I'm sure because mm -hmm. we we will done some. Um, we are projecting some services that will be able only will be available only in our buildings because are so complicated. Because building a community is 
uh, everyone says that as a community, of course. Okay, even if you, uh, even the 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 bar, uh, the restaurant below your house, probably. Ah, we are a community now. It's it's very mainstream. But building a community is not just drinking a beer uh, together, but it's really. Um, um, if you think on a social sociological perspective, is uh, doing something for the other. Okay, uh, in the very moment you are able to actionate uh, the individual to do to commit himself to do something for the other. Okay, for the other person, for the other people, you are building a community, and that comes with gratuity. So it has no remuneration. So you're doing something for uh, for the person that is in front of you, but without expecting something back. And that's how works the community, okay? So if you are able to uh, uh, work around this and enable people to start doing something for the others, as it used to be in our past, where uh, the older of the, of the house took care of the babies uh, while the families were uh, going out for work uh, and the youngsters instead helped the, the older, maybe with heavy, uh, heavy labor, so these kind of things, okay, we want to replicate in our buildings and really enable people to do something for, for, for the community. So this is the way we were building our community, which is not just drinking a beer together or doing an aperitivo. It's something a little bit that's, more. That's a super interesting uh, element, which is pretty much the core of your recipe, talking about recipe. Yeah. And so the extra challenge is really how do you digitize that and not just reduce it to, you know, some you know, like a little bit of team doing events occasionally and try to involve people in, you know, concerts, social nights, which from what I understand is not enough. It's not the kind of thing you want to trigger. You really no. want to trigger a better, a, like a deeper dynamic than that. So, so yeah. Your asset, you project your asset, uh, you think around your asset uh, um, helps uh, to gather people, okay? If you think... Uh, we are used to have a very functional um, way of living. The, fir the first thing that you're doing when you enter your, uh, your, your house probably is going to the elevator. Of course, that doesn't help uh, meeting other people. In our buildings, elevators will be on the opposite side of the entrance. Just a small thing, okay? But give, an okay give the occasion of meeting other people. Uh, and if you are in the right mood, you can stay. If you are in the wrong mood, you need to be open to change your mood because you meet people and those people are supposed to help you in, in finding a better mood than, than what you have. So uh, something important is related to the asset itself. Uh, uh, on the other hand, the technology enable some collaborative services and some collaborative alternatives, um, um, uh, some collaborative uh, uh, activities. Uh, what I mean for that, that as to Lou, we commit to provide the rewards uh, to people that do something for the community, mm -hmm. uh, which means that each member of the community could have a role in our building. Uh, and with that role, you can do uh, things, you can organize things, and you can receive a reward from the community itself or from ourselves as a company. So we, as a company, invest also money in that uh, money or uh, discounts or all these kind of things just to 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 help people 
to, uh, to, to live better and to stay better and really to find the value of staying together because we are completely losing this about Milan, some numbers about Milan, the 40% of the population doesn't know the neighborhood. Okay, so we're talking about a, a society that is going towards loneliness, uh, that is really feeling that pain. I felt that pain uh, when I used to live in Lugano, for example, in my very small uh, room. And I understand what it means and how that can change your, uh, your character, your, the way, your, your feelings, uh, uh, your, your way of, of view your life. So if you're able to help uh, people in not feeling alone anymore and to really find themselves into this place, into this community, well, I think we will succeed our, uh, our business case and our company will be, will be a re- relevant player in the Victorian sector. How, if, if I may, how do you expect to, to build this community? I mean, uh, the communities are made some kind of sharing is right, but sharing means to have some, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, mixture, we, we take, in a sense, no? Yeah, yeah. So we, if you have other take, people that wants to join the building, how do you vet them? How do you decide who's entering who, the community? Ah, we do, uh, we, we call it co-project. Uh, co- so I don't know if that's the right word, but anyway, uh, six months before the opening, we select the members with an application. Um, and those people will also participate to, uh, to the planning of some of our services and experiences and activities. So we really build, uh, we are building the asset top down, but we are building the services and the experience bottom up. So we allow our community to, uh, uh, to take some decisions on what they would like to find in the, in the, uh, in the asset that will, will go to, to live. And that small uh, group of people, uh, this is taken from the clouds, okay? we're not inventing anything. Uh, this small group of people will have the capability of doing, uh, 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 inter- of doing stuff in doing, doing contributing, basically. Contribute, exactly, contribute to, to us as a company, but also to to the asset and that and this goes from the very long list of services that we are doing that they are offering uh, the, the the vegetable garden uh, the purchase group uh, the social eating so all of these activities will be run by the community itself we won't have a community manager there this is why collaboration for us is important because it enables people to not feeling a super service department where you don't do anything you can do that but we expect people to leave the whole building as their own house and to participate actively to the, to the running of the business, to the running of the, of the operation. You've got the mandatory joke on this. I will have to update my CV also to apply for housing. Lisa, <laughs> Lisa. <laughs> All right, we are on the closing remarks. So, Andrea, what's next for Tulu? What's, uh, what's the plan for the next? What's the status now? What's the next six months look like for you? Yeah, the status now is to uh, surf uh, the the waves of these very difficult uh, moments in terms of uh, costs, because the our the cost of our buildings are increasing uh, as crazy um, because inflations, because of uh, scarcity of uh, the demand and offer, basically. So the first thing is, is really surfing this and being able to deliver the good pro- the best product uh, uh, 
notwithstanding the moment we, in terms of cost that we are, we are experiencing nowadays. So the, the, the current focus is really working, obsessed with the product, uh, uh, putting out our effort and, and love in what we do in terms of, of product. In the future, we plan to hopefully acquire other, other assets. By acquiring, I mean, of course, uh, signing agreements, uh, lease or management agreements with, with, with funds, with institutional investors or private investors in the main cities. Uh, Milan is one of them, of course, but also Rome, Bologna, and Firenze. We are we're looking at them. Uh, and this is the second step. So going from the three that we already signed to seven, maybe, in the next uh, six months, six nice. months. Nice. Uh, that will be on the market, of course, uh, in the period of time that they will uh, the, the, um, that is possible. Uh, but uh, and the third thing is definitely focus on the first product that will be on the market and really listen to uh, to people, listen to listen to 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 them, uh, understanding if you are doing the right thing. Uh, uh, trying to pivot if you're doing something uh, that they didn't expect. Uh, so we challenge ourselves uh, on continuously uh, by trying to respond to the needs of the people that we want to uh, to address uh, and really building this uh, uh, super uh, super brand that really welcomes people to feel them uh, at their home for a very long period of time. So this is... Uh, awesome. My 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 big wish for myself. <laughs> awesome. And uh, when application are going to be open for the first building? Uh, I think early next year, early two thousand twenty-three. Online. At the moment, we only have uh, social media pages, uh, but we no no website, so just a landing page, no applications. Uh, but we are working to have something uh, by early early twenty twenty-three because the first opening uh, probably will be around the September next year. Beautiful. Awesome. Right. So, guys, thank you so much for joining. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Andrea. Very interesting and fascinating discussion. And uh, I'll, I mean, I would love to have you on a, on another note to see exactly how it, the, the evolution of the project is gonna. In one, uh, in one year, in one year, probably I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the same thing without having open uh, building yet. <laughs> <laughs> But unfortunately, this is the space uh, we decided to be in. So awesome. we are aware of that. It takes time. It takes a lot of time. Yes, it takes time. All right. Thank you very so much. Lasting things always yep. require a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you very much. And until next time, yeah. this is the Week in Italian Startup. And uh, thank you, all the listeners. And I'll see you the next time. Thank ciao. you, Jack. Bye-bye. Thank ciao. you. Ciao. ciao.